new series we're starting called Sports and Impact. Uh, just trying to connect people within the sporting world and uh, share their stories and hopefully some life lessons along the way and uh, where people can just draw some inspiration. Um, anyways, we'll dive right into it. Yeah, just like kind of the why and how on, on why we wanted to start this series called Sports and Impact. It, it came down, like like I said, it came down to just sharing the stories of, of those who kind of paved the way for us uh, while we were playing or coaching or whatever it might be. Um, and that just kind of helped us develop as, as high-quality individuals. And we're, we're hoping to, you know, share those stories so, again, people can draw that inspiration. Um, people can learn from, learn from those stories. Uh, and hopefully we can teach others the importance of, of, of sport and movement, of play uh, in a society to help with a lot of things. Um, you know, obesity is obviously a big thing. The more you move, the better, uh, the better you're gonna, your, your quality of life is going to be. Um, depression, uh, the mental health aspects of sport, um, and how that kind of forged things, uh, for me at least. Um, and I don't know, a bunch of other people uh, have kind of dealt with that. Uh, you know, life lessons that they've learned through sport. So hopefully, uh, you know, bear with me. This is the first time me doing this. So, I mean, the show today, like I said, uh, it's going to be geared around bringing people people in the sporting world together uh, and just sharing those stories. So today I'm kind of going to dive into um, the, you know, just kind of the four main themes that we're going to be structuring things around. Um, I don't want to make this like a scripted thing. I want it to be structured, but there's a difference between structured and scripted. I was talking to a couple of friends of mine and, and, and athletes and coaches that I've talked to about, um, you know, we want to make sure everything's kind of flow state. We're not really going to be scripting it to a T. There's some questions that we're going to kind of theme theme this around. Um, but essentially what I'm going to be doing is just kind of going through those questions and kind of, you know, hosting it for myself, asking these questions, giving you guys a little bit of background into my family, uh, where I grew up and how I kind of got to where I am today. Um, so... I mean, today I'm a strength conditioning coach uh, by trade. I work at St. Andrews College and kind of work for myself as well, um, on more so on an online online uh, perspective, working with athletes that uh, have come to me in the past, um, looking to get better. And that's just kind of my niche right now. It's kind of uh, football, hockey. Uh, that's where my expertise kind of lies in terms of the playing perspective for football, rugby. I played uh, rugby in high school, basketball as well, and my family's really heavily involved in basketball and rugby now. Um, so those are my kind of backgrounds into the sports that I've been involved in. Um, but just, we're going to dive it right back. The first kind of question I'm going to be asking the people who are going to be on as well is just kind of like, letting us know who you are. Um, so when it comes to me and my background, uh, I grew up in a small town called Alliston. Uh, it's just a little, about an hour north of the GTA. Um, grew up there until I was 12, and that's when I moved back to, or sorry, not moved back, but moved to Toronto. Uh, but in those early early years of my childhood, um, you know, I was exposed to sport, uh, mostly through school. Uh, my dad put me in soccer when I was really young, uh, so that was the first sport. That was the first sport that I was exposed to. I think it was nine or ten years old. Um, but you know, family life for me growing up wasn't really wasn't really uh, the best. I guess um, it definitely was a struggle from time to time. Uh, and you know everybody everybody deals with their own struggles, but there's always I'm a big believer in like there's there's always beauty in the struggle as long as you're looking for it um, So yeah, I mean growing up my mom and dad split when I was 10 years old um, They kind of went their separate ways still in the same town, but uh, me and my younger sister we stayed with my mom um, And it was tough like our home situation wasn't really solidified We were kind of moving from place to place space from an apartment here units of a house uh, there Just trying to like make ends meet. Um, I remember you know, at a young age, like seeing marks on on our boxes from 
uh, you know, our cereal boxes because my mom had to had to do whatever she could to just kind of make ends meet and getting things from the food bank or or, or other struggles like that. Uh, so that kind of you know put this this I had a hard time with my identity when I was a kid because I didn't really know I didn't really have a civil, uh, you know a solid family uh, background to fall back on. Um, so that was kind of tough growing up. But sports was that outlet for me, right? Um, I was able to kind of be myself. I was able to you know express myself playing sports um so i mean like i said the first sport i was involved in was soccer and i really enjoyed it because uh, i remember playing defense i think it was yeah sweeper and you know i just loved running in open space um you know being able to to be relied on to come back and, and make plays um in that sense so i remember at a young age i was pretty fast at a young age so that kind of helped obviously in soccer and, and from a defense perspective like you can always get back and you can you know the coaches kind of relied on me to, to be the last line of defense but um, and then I remember in grade four was the first time I started like getting into track and field, and that's when I, I like I love track and field. I love the jumps. I love the. Uh, I even loved, at that time in grade four. I don't remember if we did shot put, but high jump, triple jump, long jump, and believe it or not, I was a good long distance runner, fifteen hundreds, eight hundreds. Obviously, when you're a kid, you just kind of you do whatever, right? Um, but the sprints were were the sprints and the jumps were were definitely where my passion was at. Um, so I remember, you know going on out. on those days are my favorite days in, in elementary school and I'm sure a lot of people can can agree man those were those were days that you know you came in excited and, and you were competing against everybody and there was that level of uh, competitiveness that just really you know pushed me to higher to higher limits for sure um, so yeah and then I remember also in elementary school um, getting exposed to um, flag football we had like an intramural almost intramural flag footballs uh, teams and when they went, I remember it was all it was all the CFL teams. That's where my love of CFL comes from. I remember the first team I was on, like out of those eight teams, or I think it was eight or nine at the time, uh, was the Alouette. So I remember our, my teacher Chris Rappin or uh, Mr. Rappin. Uh, he he kind of got that all involved or got us all involved in that, and it was kind of like a feeder system for him because we had like a grade six, seven, and eight flag football team, uh, and I remember in grade five trying out for for uh, you know we had the opportunity if you were good enough uh, to try for the team in grade five and I was I, I made it so I was pretty happy about that pretty stoked um, but at that time like besides sports at that time my family life was going through a lot uh, I didn't really have much of a relationship with my father growing up um, I mean kind of out of his control and out of my control um, our second party my mom's partner at the time just really didn't have a good relationship with him uh, and he kind of like he kind of controlled the environment that I was in and my sister was in and, and you know, it was tough because, like, once I started getting older and I started um, still using sports as an outlet, uh, it was kind of taken away from me in a sense where, you know, like I said, that that my mom's partner at the time, he, he controlled a lot of the environment about what happened. I, I don't, to this day, I don't know what it was. I don't know whether it was just a control aspect for him. He just wanted to always be in power. Um, but I remember him not letting me play uh, flight football in grade six. Uh, it was a struggle for me to get involved in, in flight football in grade seven. Um, it was it was typically just practices, and then you go to a one day tournament or a two day tournament. Um, but it was still there was something something about his pride or ego that just didn't allow uh, didn't allow me to, to to be myself. So I was struggling obviously with the identity crisis at that point because uh, you don't really like like I said, sports was my outlet. Um, so when I wasn't allowed to express myself through sport, or it was taken away from me outside of my control, uh, it, it really it really was. T- for me to come and get over that but um, when we were when I was 12 we ended up I ended up moving to Toronto uh, and again 
I didn't want to move to Toronto at that time. Obviously, you're, you're a 12-year-old kid. You want to still be with your friends. And you're getting ready. Like, I was going into grade 8, so then one more year of elementary school, and then you're going to high school, and you're thinking about, at that time, I was thinking about high school football. I was thinking about being with my friends and, and just kind of living life, but it was all kind of uprooted and, and, and you know, sort of better now, obviously, like being in Toronto. I, just, I love my city. There's no other place I'd rather be. Um, but uh, when, when, we, when we moved here, it was definitely like a culture shock because... Um, you know, growing up in a small, small town, there wasn't a lot of diversity. Um, so I came here and just, just, you know, meet a lot of new people. And I didn't really know uh, what to expect from the city itself. Um, and again, we were still struggling with that, with that, uh, you know, that home life. Uh, me and my sister, you know, we got along, but we didn't have, we didn't have a real, like, role model in the home um, at a young age. So, you know, you, you find certain ways to lash out, whether it's just, you know, not listening or, or just, uh, you know, rebelling in, in, in your own way. And that's kind of like what started happening to me when I was in like grade 8, grade 9, grade 10. Because, uh, again, like I still was not given that opportunity um, to play. Like basketball was kind of my first love. Uh, and then when I, when we moved to Toronto, I met my, met my best friend, Nadoon. And that's all we did, man. That's all we did in the neighborhood was play ball. Um, and, again, I was still under that controlling aspect where, um, like I said, my mom's partner, he just always wanted to be in control of the environment, so I wasn't spending all the time that I wish I could have out on the, on the court playing basketball, um, but it, it certainly helped me develop relationships, friendships uh, when I first moved there. So again, sport, is, it, it, it gave me that opportunity to meet people, to build relationships as well uh, at a young age, and you know those relationships still stand today, and it's my best friend, we still touch base uh, as much as we can. Obviously, we're busy people, but um, you know, without basketball, I wouldn't have met him. Wouldn't have met my best, another good friend of mine, John Tabakis. Um, all those guys kind of had a, an influence on, on how I how I coach and, and who I am today. Um, so it was, it was tough. Like grade eight, I didn't get to play on the team because um, just yeah, again, it was out of my control. Uh, struggled to try to fight for that in grade eight or grade nine, and you know, I was able to play in grade nine, um, and we we had an amazing team bonds on those teams, again, the friendships that I built on that with Nadoon, John, Timmy, all these guys, right? Uh, that's who, uh, those are the relationships that, that and how, how important uh, as much as we can, obviously we're busy people, but, um, you know, without basketball, I wouldn't have met him, wouldn't have met my best, another good friend of mine, John Tabakis, um, all those guys kind of had a, an influence on, on how I, how I coach and, and who I am today. Um, so it was, it was tough, like grade 8, I didn't get to play on the team because um, just, yeah, again, it was out of my control. Uh, struggled to try to fight for that in grade 8 or grade 9, and, you know, I was able to play in grade 9. Um, and we, we had an amazing team, bonds on those teams. Again, the friendships that I built on that with Nadoon, John, Timmy, all these guys, right? Uh, that's who, uh, those are the relationships that, that and how, how important it is to really build those relationships uh, while you're playing sports because it's, it's, it's lifelong relationship for the most part I'm sure a lot of guys that are playing minor sports now they're, they're going to be in touch with these guys for the rest of their lives 100% um, so by the time I got to uh, grade 10 or at, at the end of grade 9 uh, was when I met Adrian Bowers who's, who's my role model my mentor um, uh, he came to our school at Pleasant View and kind of gave like a demo of football because we were all kind of getting ready for uh, we've all kind of been, uh, sorry, I'm just reading some of these comments, my bad, my bad, um, 
Yeah, so well, he came in, he was doing a demo with some of the old, uh, some of the grade nines that were going into grade 10. They made just us uh, at Pleasant View, just kind of showing us the ropes of football, uh, getting us ready for getting us ready for next year, exposing some of our guys so at least they can have you know an idea of what, what, what to expect. Um, so that was a, and you know, football being my first kind of love or being like something I was really passionate about, um, kind of brought a lot of guys together, brought them out to this, this little mini camp, I guess. And, uh, you know, it was awesome. We had a lot of ballers, man. We had a lot of ballers from Pleasant View that came, that went over to Mac. Um, and, you know, we, we learned a lot that day and it definitely helped us when we got to grade 10, uh, at McDonald's where we, uh, you know, again, met some of the, some of our friends that, that were just, you know, those relationships are going to go a long way, but so yeah, that's kind of like my quick background going into, going into grade 10. Um, but again, that, that controlling aspect of, uh, of my family really kind of held me back. Like we had a great season in grade 10 for football. Um, I was barely, barely able to play. Again, it was a struggle trying to convince my family to let me play. Um, I was always like kind of taking care of my sister and, and being a part of her life and making sure she's getting taken care of. Because again, she didn't really have the role model that she needed um, at a young age. And it definitely was... It was rewarding to be there for her, but at the same time, like I was missing out on a social life. I was missing out on my sports. I was missing out on just expressing myself uh, through that outlet. Um, so yeah, like I said, it was a struggle to, to to convince them to let me play in grade ten. But man, it was awesome because we had we had. A, I remember we started off three and zero, had a hell of a team, a lot of good football players, a lot of guys who had experience playing football. Jake Room, Jeff Miller, uh, Dylan Semenenko, Ian Hart, all those guys, man, those guys taught me taught me a lot, paved the way for me and all the players you guys made us made us feel welcome. We had a hell of a team, man, three and zero to start off, and then I remember, I remember going uh, going to Laurier, and you know we were three and zero. I think they were zero three or they were one and three or something. But they had Shaq. We knew we knew who this guy was, and uh, this guy just this guy alone. He literally like destroyed us. Like I think we were down, we were down two scores at one point and this is this is the biggest I mean one of the questions I'm going to ask our, our guys is like what's one or two or a couple lessons that you've kind of learned through sport and this is something that uh, this is something that really sticks out in my mind is in in that year we were, we were losing to Laurier right it was maybe two scores down and we had some we were building some momentum um, leading into the last pretty much the last drive of the second quarter and uh, the last play of, of the quarter the last play of the first half I decided to kind of talk to my quarterback and say I'm going to run a different route than uh, what was called. And uh, Bowers, he was our he was our coach at the time, so he called all hooks and we were chipping, we were chipping down the field, all hooks, all hooks, all hooks. And then, uh, and then eventually, uh, you know, I just said like, all right, I'm going to run it out, and decided to run it out, and uh, we ended up throwing an interception. And I definitely, uh, I mean, we 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 dealt with the repercussions, man. He he gave it to us hard when it came to. Telling us why we shouldn't be doing that, and, and uh, you know, it definitely taught me to trust the process, trust the people that are around you, um, because they trust in you, right? And that's that's something that I learned uh, early on in sport is just to kind of trust the process, um, and, and and kind of go from there. But we ended up losing that game pretty bad, and it wasn't good. We ended up having to do these terrible twenties afterwards. Some of you guys who played with me that year, you guys know what that is. That was awful. Uh, Coach K brought that up from the states, and damn man, that was. Some of you football guys probably know what those are, but um, I'm not even going to describe it. If you want to know what it is, go Google it, because uh, obviously coaches kind of change things up based on that. But just think about doing 20, 20 reps of something and going all the way down and then running from one side of the field and running back, doing 20, 
17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 17, 18, 
Um, so I was lucky enough with my football background that um, I met a guy named Detlev, who's a, a really good friend of mine. He, he helped me out with connecting with the, the high school that he went to. And uh, I studied history at, uh, at York there, Aaron. Yeah, definitely not what... I was undecided for my first year, and my second year I got into classical studies, ancient Greek and Roman history. I enjoyed that stuff, um, but just wasn't for me academically in, in, in terms of all the writing, all the reading. I'm not a big, big reading guy. Uh, I like to apply a lot of the knowledge and the stuff that I learned about. Um, so, yeah, I definitely had to make that transition. I really just, to be honest, I just felt like a number there, like 65,000 people at a campus. And, like, yes, you are playing football, and, like, you had your, your community and your, uh, your, your, your guys that you were close with. But still, like, I was commuting to school, too, so sometimes it was two hours to take the bus to get to school. You know, we got practice till 9 at night, 9.30 at night. I was lucky there was a guy that lived in Scarborough, the same as Zimi, this guy, man. Saved a lot of time for me. He would drive me back to Victoria Park and Shepherd, and I would just get home from there. But, um, yeah, like, uh, definitely made that transition into, into strength conditioning was, was pretty, you know, it was pretty, it was pretty easy because... Um, I was passionate about it, so so getting involved with coaching high school football, uh, getting involved with coaching after school weight training programs, uh, West Ferris Secondary. I'm gonna be forever grateful for that because that was like that was memorable moments, uh, stuff that I'll never forget. And uh, again, relationships that I built with with athletes at the time that I still I still connect with now, uh, the coaches at the time too. Uh, learned a lot from them. Learned a lot about preparation. Learned a lot about. Um, putting in all that work when it comes to developing student-athletes at, at a young age and really learning, again, learning the arts. I learned how to build relationships. Like, I was kind of a fly on the wall with a lot of a lot of stuff that I did there um, in my first year and then kind of was given a little bit more responsibility into my second year to help with the offense a bit more. Um, but, like, just learning from Mark Robertson there just about how to dial in and get focused, um, all that type of stuff just really transferred into my academic life and into my professional life now. Um, so, and... My second year in Canada, and my second year in Canada, we—that's when we had to actually get out and do 300 hours of, of placement in our second semester. Moved to Hamilton with my, with my best friend Brandon Wood. Um, he was working at Guelph at the time. I was working at I was working at McMaster, um, and was given an opportunity to work with the the guys preparing for the CFL Combine, uh, the guys preparing for the East West Combine with Steve Lidstone. And that's when I really, really, like, Steve was, was a pioneer in terms of what he taught me, uh, in terms of managing staff, valuing his staff. I know I may have talked about this last week with, uh, with Anil and I, but uh, he showed me how to, like, really develop those, those deep, deep relationships with, with the people that are work, you're working with. Uh, because at the end of the day, we're all working towards a common goal. The athlete, the coaches, the interns, everybody's working towards a common goal of better performance for the athlete. Um, and they have to juggle a lot in university, right? They're... Playing university football, I was predominantly with, with football at McMaster, and, and that's a full-time job. Like, off-season and in-season. In-season even worse. You're, you're pretty much putting in between between practices, meetings, and then studying and, and balancing your academic load. That's a 60-, 65-hour week. Like, it's, it's no joke. If you don't live on campus, you know, it's tough because uh, you're commuting, you're moving, you're moving. Um, you're spending a lot of time on, on transit or whatever else. But um, So being able to kind of help those guys... Uh, transition and, and help them balance things uh, was definitely something that I saw from Steve. Uh, he was really he was really um, on the mental side of, of things as well, where he, he was checking in with his guys, checking in with his staff, making sure everybody's um, you know staying focused, um, and not only that, just keeping things keeping things tight knit within the community.
Um, so forever grateful for my opportunities there with uh, there with Steve. Um, but yeah, that's uh, kind of I mean uh, over <laughs> overestimated background of, of where I'm at. But um, some of the, some of the other questions that we're going to be asking. Uh, I kind of talked about this. What was the first sport you were exposed to, and at what age? I talked about soccer and track. What was one of the sports you fell in love with? Well, I fell in love with basketball first and foremost. Um, and I always wanted to be like Steve Nash growing up, so that's definitely uh, Steve Nash. Yep, Steve Lidstone is definitely the GOAT, that's for sure. Um, and then I kind of talked about the most important lesson that uh, that we that I've learned through sport is definitely to trust the process, um, control the things that you can control. Um, some of the other questions that we're going to be getting into with some of our guests is a little bit more person, personal. I just kind of let it flow. Um, if questions come up at the, at, at the, in the moment, um, definitely going to ask them. But, you know, some examples are like, what are some other ways? Like I said, with Anil and I, we're going to be talking more about, you know, the training side of things, uh, the science behind training. Um, and here we're going to be talking more about the art, uh, the, the communication aspects of things, um, the non-physical traits to kind of develop. Um, so what are some other ways that the question I'll be asking is what are some other ways that you train for your sport? Um, a lot of different athletes, you know, they get involved in strength conditioning, speed training, um, and, and even playing other sports. Like, I'm a big advocate for multi-sport athletes, I think. And you can see it around now. People are talking about it more often, especially since Pat Mahomes won the, won the Super Bowl and the MVP. Like, he's he was a triple sport athlete in college. Um, so that's 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 about, <laughs> about time to rose, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that multi-sport athlete aspect of things is certainly important because you develop so many other aspects of being an athlete while playing other sports like if you're playing football and then you're playing basketball you know you're developing spatial awareness agility quickness all that type of stuff while you're playing the sport um not to say you need to only be playing sports like you obviously have to take into consideration the the strength and conditioning side of things um and i was fortunate enough at a young age to to see value in that again i mentioned my friend Shaq. uh his dad was a strength conditioning coach along with ian mortar and they got they got me involved in strength conditioning in grade ten, and I saw the value. And I was I was working some part time jobs at the time, and, and really you know paying paying my own way for training. Um, I mean those guys really really dialed in uh, dialed in everything. Good night, Anna. I'll see you tomorrow, right? Yes. Um, yeah. So Ian and Kevin, they're 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 the goats too. I gotta give them a lot of credit because um, they paved the way for us. All of us that were involved in training at a young age to really kind of, and you know, we trained with them grade 10, 11, 12, um, and then kind of went our own ways because everybody kind of graduated. I stayed the next year in high school, so I kind of took the things that Ian and Kevin were teaching me on the track and in the weight room, tried to apply it to myself in my last year in high school, uh, with you know, with guidance from my football coaches there, Adrian and uh, and Driscoll. They were definitely um, a big part of my last year of high school in terms of my development, and uh, so yeah, that's some ways that I I train for my sport was what's getting on the weight getting in the weight room getting on the track at an early age because uh that's what I, I, I knew i wanted to improve my performance in football and i knew that lifting weights and i knew that running on the track would get you faster uh and you know proof is in the pudding track and football should get married hands down two sports that you know i would always tell guys like if you're not if you're not going to pick another sport at least try to run track or do field like the shot put events are amazing for that uh power development as well so so get involved in multiple sports I think it's very, very important. Um, and then another question we might ask these guys are any strategies you have when it comes to developing the mental side of sport? Uh, like I said, the, the non-physical uh, physical traits to develop, you know, accountability, work ethic, consistency, um, perseverance. I was having a conversation with my man Logan the other day about 
about those things and how important it is to kind of that lays the foundation if you don't have any of that stuff if you don't have accountability um or consistency or even a work ethic like that's talent talent sets the floor but you know character that sets the ceiling you got to have all those other things uh in place and, and and sports certainly gives you an opportunity to develop those things um you know you deal with adversity on if you're down in the game if you're trying to come back make a comeback um so that's that's the perseverance right you're coming through um you're setting goals uh and you're holding yourself accountable you're developing that accountability uh in the weight room right um you know you're you're, you're getting up in the morning you're taking care of your sleeping your, your nutrition and that's consistency so developing those non-physical traits is, is, is very very important as well um yeah, that's, that's, I know it probably was a little bit longer than I, yeah, about half an hour, that's where I kind of wanted to be at, but, uh, who's this? Dan wanted to come on here, eh? Well, yeah, we'll bring him on for a little bit. Um, anyways, yeah, so we're looking to bring some, bring some cool guests onto, onto the, uh, onto the show. You know, different sports, basketball, rugby, track and field, weightlifting, uh, powerlifting, strongman, um, and so much more, right? And, and hopefully again, like, we can talk about all the lessons that they've learned, um, their experiences through sport, and again, hopefully, guys, guys and girls can draw some inspiration um, from that, and hopefully, you know, hopefully, pay it forward and, and pave the way for some other people as well. Um, anyways, thank you guys for watching. Appreciate it, and uh, we'll, we'll look forward to seeing you guys again.